0: Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep?
1: Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes.
0: Because otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. It doesn't matter whether you're a girl who likes tutus or a girl who likes trucks. A new picture book called Some Girls is a wonderful celebration of girls of all shapes, sizes, colours, nationalities and abilities. Written by Australian comedian Nellie Thomas and illustrated by Sarah Dunk, Some Girls challenges those boring old gender norms of how girls are expected to behave and what they're expected to wear. Nellie is a comedian and mum of two and she joins us on the line. Hi Nellie, happy International Day of the Girl.
1: Well, and to you too, and I have to say I'm delighted with the introduction as being a big girl. I probably (laughs) prefer a big girl's blouse, Uh, but yes, I am indeed a big girl in both
0: senses of the word. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) So what inspired you to write this book, Nellie?
1: Well, I mean, the short story is that I've got two daughters myself so happy international girls day to them um my oldest one's 11 my youngest one's six and they're both like radically different which I'm sure many parents can um appreciate you know you think they're all going to come out the same because they live in the same house and it turns out you have no control at all (laughs) um the younger one is I guess in in our day or in my day it would she would have been described as a tomboy which is kind of I guess old-fashioned language now but she likes trucks and she wants her hair short and, you know, she loves punching things and doing karate and, you know, all the stereotypical things, I guess, that um, little girls are not supposed to do. And from the age of about three, she started getting teeth for it. And, um, you was know, other on kids
0: kids. what's that? It was other kids her age or...
1: Other kids, but we've also had some amazingly like disturbing experiences from adults as well because I always thought, like, she's an unusual kid in lots of ways. Like, she's a really cool, creative, you know, little kid. And obviously, kids are a bit different, are sometimes targeted. So, to some degree, I expected that. What I didn't expect was how ridiculous adults are. So, to give you just one example, I remember being at a car dealership. We were going to buy a car and the car dealer thought that she was a boy. And, and that happens. That's, you know, that's not mean. It's just an accident. And I sort of gently corrected him. And so he then said, well, what are you wearing that for? She <laughs> so had, like, jeans and a T-shirt on. But, but, well, there goes your
0: sale, mate. Oh, well, there goes your sale. But
1: <laughs> what i worked out, what, what happens, I think, in that case is that they get anxious that they've got it wrong. Mm, yeah. And therefore their own stuff sort of starts to spew out. And I can understand that on a human level, but I'm also going, this is a four-year-old child, <laughs> you know, like, get it together, you're the adult. Yep. So there's lots of different ways that this happens. And so pretty much I wrote it for her,
0: really. And for the adults who might have their um, stuff still about I don't gender. Want to
1: say that on radio, but that is the secret missing <laughs> of the book. It is getting, you know, I had a, uh, a contract from the dad the other day. He said, His son um, likes to dress up sometimes and he occasionally wears a skirt or whatever. I think he's about six or seven, the kid, and he's like, we're perfectly fine with that, we let him be who he is, but his grandparents are freaking out. And so the kid read um, the next book, which is Some Boys, to his grandparents. And I just thought that was so cool to sort of allow that kid to take some power back, but it's also a way for the adults in that kid's life to kind of go, oh, okay, we don't have to stick in old ways of thinking. We actually can shift.
0: And it, it's an interesting point you make there about the grandparents and then also mm. the sales rep with, when your daughter was four. Mm. Um, in some ways, I can see the older generation really struggling with absolutely this idea. Mm. But how much do you see it in adults of our generation, where where I think there is, to me anyway, less... Mm. Um, social expectation, less conditioning that should come out like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one because I think in some ways it's like five steps forward, three steps back, six forward. You know, it, it sort of, progress happens, I think, in terms of saying just let kids be who they are. And you can see that at the moment. There's even, you know, Target in the US and John Lewis, a big um, store in the in the UK have just gone. We're not even going to have boys and girls clothes. We're going to put. We're going to have kids clothes, and then kids go in and choose what they want to wear. Um, so there's definitely that progress. And then on the other hand, and you'd know this, you go Christmas shopping in a month, and there'll be a pink aisle and a blue aisle, mm. and the pink stuff will be you know home related baking, a vacuum doing cleaner, air, <laughs> doing it yeah vacuum cleaner. I mean, in 2018, and then the blue stuff will be fighting and punching and, you know, sports and, and acting. So I think, I mean, I've certainly noticed there are definitely contemporaries of mine who still get stressed um, about these things. I mean, I was shopping for shoes the other day and a dad came in with a little kid. He was, about, I would guess, three or four, and he went straight to these pink sand shoes. And his dad said, no, 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 you can't have those and told him off. Oh, no. And, you know, not only said he couldn't have them, but then kind of, you know, pretty much made fun of him, really. So in 2018, imagine how many times, how long is it going to take for that kid to learn um, that what he's done is bad,
0: what a shame. Not
1: very long, yeah.
0: You're yeah. listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Nellie Thomas, who's a comedian and author. Her book is called Some Girls, and the follow-up book to that is Some Boys, which we'll talk about in a moment, but it is International Day of the Girls, so we thought it's worth talking about this book. Um, it is really, Nellie, a, a joyous book. There's It's very inclusive, the illustrations by Sarah Dunk. Um is this What was the process like with Sarah? Because often you'll write a book and you'll send it off and not, you know, see much until you get it back with the illustrations. Did you work with her much or were you surprised with what she came back with?
1: Um, no. Like I was very, I mean, one good thing about having ever written a kid's book before is that I didn't really know how the process worked. So I just sort of did it how I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know if that was good for Sarah. Um but it well I pretty much went, you know, I really want kids with disabilities in this book. And I don't want the kids with the disabilities sitting in the corner being sad. You yes. know, they're gonna be active and, and happy and participants. Um, I want, you know, we had this long discussion about like I don't want all the girls to be skinny. You know, there's gotta and Sarah would send me a picture back and I'd go, No, that that kid's still skinny
0: yes. and then
1: she read up and I'd go, like, we're not even in the realms of that kid. And she'd come back. So there was a lot of chewing and froing. and I'd send her um, kind of pictures of, of kids that are in my life, like quite a few of the kids in the book are kids that I know um, and or and that I just, you know, literally found on the internet and thought, I want, I don't see kids like this in books. So I want them to be there because they reflect the community.
0: And part of that as well, there seems to be a, a lack of diversity in yeah. terms of culture in children's absolutely. books. Absolutely, And that's yeah. something you've noticed, obviously.
1: Well, not only a lack of diversity, um, that absolutely is true, but it's also how those kids are represented. So, for example, there's a page, which is one of my favourite pages, where there's three girls pulling a face and, you know, being like... I don't know, mischievous and naughty and pulling a a funny face. And one of those girls has got a headscarf or hijab on. And again, I wanted that deliberately because the only representations I've seen of little Muslim girls in books, if you see them at all, is it's kind of an educational role, you know, so they're to teach us how to tolerate people or how to understand diversity rather than going, you know, little Muslim kids play. Like everybody else, <laughs> yes. you know? Like she's allowed to just be there and have fun and pick her nose, you know, <laughs> like everyone else
0: is doing. That's what I want to see in your next book.
1: Yes, well, I, there is, you might have a look on one of the pages. There's a girl with a finger right up her nose. I, actually got a, <laughs> uh, I got an email from a teacher saying she didn't have put that in. I thought, oh, get
0: It happens. It happens. It well, happens
1: for the best, of it?
0: <laughs> um, you've <laughs> also released the follow-up book, as I mentioned, Some Boys. Yes. Why do we need to read this to our sons?
1: Well, I think it's it's an interesting one. I mean, the reason I wrote it is because everywhere, you know, I go doing readings and things. Of some girls, of course, the boys are like, where's my book? Um, <laughs> yes. But also, you can't talk about, you know, challenging gender roles or trying to achieve equality if you're not including boys as well. Um, the reason I think it's important is because I reckon we socialise little boys, especially sort of zero to five. By the time they're five, or certainly by six or seven, they understand implicitly that they're not meant to be emotional, that they're not meant to show vulnerability, that they're meant to like certain things that are usually physical and active. And then, weirdly, we turn around when they're 14 or 15, and we go, oh, why aren't you treating people nicely? You know, why do you talk to your mum? Like, why don't you understand your friend's feelings? (laughs) And go, well... You just told that kid for, you know, the first seven years of his life that he shouldn't cry. And now you want him to understand his feelings. Like it's a completely ridiculous expectation. So same as a girl's book. I wanted the boys reading it to know that they're cool and that they're allowed to feel things. And the parents and and other adults reading it to to encourage that.
0: Oh, it's brilliant. Well, Nellie, thank you so much for speaking with us today.
1: I really appreciate
0: you having me. Thanks so much. Cheers. That was author, comedian and mum of two, Nellie Thomas. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.